0: Welcome to Inside the Match, where Alex and Simone talk residency applications. We are two residents here to help you navigate the match. For each podcast, we'll bring you residents from various specialties and backgrounds to give advice. So today we have Brittany. Thanks so much for joining us, Brittany. Thanks for having me. So where are you in residency and what specialty are you in?
1: I am currently a PGY-3 neurology resident at the University of Tennessee Health Sciences Center in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm actually applying to neurocritical care fellowships right now as well. Very cool. So you are going
0: through the process just at another time for fellowship. So Yeah, exactly. We are going to start our podcast with some rapid fire questions. So here we go. Were you AOA? No, I was not. Were you gold humanism? No. Were you president of your specialty club?
1: No, I wasn't. I didn't know I wanted to do neurology uh, as an M1 or 2, but I was president of two other organizations.
0: Were you involved in research during medical school? Yes. So what parts of your EBRAS application did interviewers most commonly bring up during interviews?
1: So I think overwhelmingly, research and hobbies were the main parts of my application I was asked about the most. Um, I, was in, I was really fortunate to have a great mentor in um, vascular and neurointerventional neurology during my clinical rotations, and that's kind of where I fell in love with the field, and that's where I really gained my research experience as well. A lot of my interviewers asked me um, mostly about how research had changed my perspective on the field and for some details about the projects that I worked on. Uh, With respect to hobbies, I was a a ballerina for about 20 years and and trained in a pre-professional company. So I think about everywhere that I interviewed, um, I got asked about that. Uh, But I do think the other piece of my ARIS application that played a pretty large role for me personally uh, was the fact that I participated in the couples match. Um, My husband is a PGY3 internal medicine resident at the same institution as as me. And so that was something that was listed on my ARIS page. So they had known that kind of on the front end. And in a majority of my interviews, um, that was kind of brought up by by the interviewers. But if it wasn't, it was something that I brought up myself.
0: So true. It's important to be able to remind your interviewers because everyone may not thoroughly read your application. And so just reminding every single person that that's a large part of your application is really key. Were you asked any tough interview questions during the residency application process?
1: You know, truthfully, I didn't have that many difficult questions. All of my interviews were pretty friendly and they were just trying to get to know me as a person. And I was just trying to get a you know, a feel for the program, I would say um, it's always kind of difficult to answer those. Uh, tell me a time when you were in a difficult situation or tell me about a time that, where you worked in a group. For those questions, I kind of came up um, with my answers on the spot, but usually I, I still kind of thought they were a little bit unexpected. So I think it's always good to try and make sure that you have an answer to those kinds of questions in the back of your mind, just kind of going into interviews.
0: Yes, and having stories is most memorable. So anytime you can incorporate stories with actual details is really important. Other times we get some inappropriate questions and these can make all of us feel so uncomfortable. So did you get any on the trail and how do you advise applicants respond to these sorts of questions?
1: So I did get asked a few times about where I had applied. Um, and how I would rank that program, and that sort of threw me off just because I had known it was an off-limit topic, but I, whenever that happened, I was just answer. I was honest in my answers, and I kind of rolled with it.
0: <laughs> I like that way. Did you get asked any, like, unusual or really unique
1: questions? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think my favorite question that I got asked um, by a program was, if I could choose a part of the brain that was my favorite, what would it be? A hundred percent the thalamus. <laughs> it's, I think it's one of the most complex centers of the brain and super fascinating. But yeah, that was one of the coolest questions I got to ask. That does sound like a typical neurology question.
0: Maybe not something in other fields, but hey, anybody could be curious to the brain. So definitely fun to have good answers in regards to those questions. So there's other times where we're put in a program director's office and we, you know, we're told to ask questions and this can be uncomfortable for some people, but we want to learn about the program. And so what questions do you advise an applicant ask a program director?
1: I think asking the program director what they view as strengths and weaknesses of a program is very telling. And also asking them what they see with regards to future plans and changes for the program. I think one of the best pieces of advice I received um, when I was interviewing for residency positions was that a program director and the other program leadership is very reflective of the residency program itself and I feel like that's such a true statement.
0: I completely agree. And then there's other times where we're put in situations where we get the opportunity to ask resident physicians questions, especially at the pre-interview dinners, which are now virtual this year. Do you have any advice
1: on what questions we can ask the residents? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm actually running all of our pre interview Zoom dinners with a co-resident for our program. So um, truthfully, I think applicants should ask whatever you want during those, um, that time with the residents. Um, Even though they're virtual, it's really like the applicant's chance to see how residents interact with each other, their demeanor, how they speak about the program. Um, The setting is purposefully not part of the interview for a reason. So I would say good questions would include, uh, did you have a hard time moving to X city for residency? What sort of things do you do when you're off? Are you friends with your co-residents, and do you feel like the program listens to residents' feedback and make changes? And how is easy is it to approach attendings? I think those ones um, are pretty heavy hitters.
0: Those are some great questions, especially as you've seen these applicants come to the dinners, and it's a wonderful time to be able to learn more about a program and get some honest responses. So. I know that your situation with the couples match is quite stressful. So for those that are even matching with another couple and they're trying to figure out how to go through the process, what do you recommend
1: them doing? So when I was applying, I had huge color coded spreadsheets for like all the programs that we applied to, both for myself and my husband. And you know what? I know other people have said this before, but it's really true when it comes to choosing how you rank programs, it's really a gut feeling. So all of my spreadsheets, while I think it made me feel better on the front end, I don't think that it really helped me when it came to ranking. So, I mean, residency is a tough stint everywhere. So those small details of call schedules and hospital tours kind of fell by the wayside truthfully. And you know, for me personally, I knew I was interested in a university program because I knew I wanted to pursue some sort of fellowship down the road. Um, but the programs that I liked best had programs director that were deeply invested in the success of residents, which was such a palpable feeling, truthfully. Um, there were programs where you could really tell that residents got along and were friends and, you know, programs where they really didn't interact with each other and um, with The couples match specifically, my husband and I actually both made our rank list separately with the programs that we interviewed at to make sure that we both were getting what we wanted out of the match. And then we kind of came together and made sure that we were on the same page before we submitted our final rank list.
0: I love that advice in regards to ranking whether or not you're going through the couples match. It's a stressful process and it's important to go with your gut, like you said. And then important to also think about yourself when you're applying, even when you're with with another person. So you've provided us such wonderful advice for those that are going through the neurology match and all specialties. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add in regards to the residency interview process, ranking or applications in general?
1: Yeah, you know what, for anybody that is couples matching, if somebody hasn't given you this piece of advice already, I would say don't be afraid to email programs if your partner gets an interview and you don't, or vice versa. In these cases, you know, your partner can even email their program and let them know that they're participating in the couples match and their significant other hasn't received an interview yet. Whenever my husband and I received interviews, we always made sure to mention upfront, you know, thank you for this interview opportunity. I'm actually couples matching, and my significant other hasn't heard from, you know, X program yet, but we're very interested in matching here. And so I think bottom line, programs do talk, and having that open line of communication is super helpful. And also, I always think it's worth reminding applicants that. This process is a match for a reason. You know, you're looking for the best residency fit for you, just like these programs are looking for the best fit for them. You've worked hard to get to this point, so even though the process is virtual this year, enjoy your time getting to meet all of these new people in your future field and let them impress you and don't sweat the small stuff, just be yourself. Love it. And you've already shared one really cool fun fact
0: that you were a professional ballerina. So I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for a second one. Can you share another fun fact about yourself so we can learn a little bit more about you?
1: Sure. So one of the things my program has come to know about me is that I have a lot of different colored scrubs. <laughs> uh, like, I, I feel like if you have to wear scrubs to work every day, they might as well look good. But I also really like shoes. And so most days at work, I match my scrubs to my shoes, like in the same color and shade, and now I think I've just kind of become known for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness, We need a photo of that one, and then two, what is your favorite scrub color? Um, not gonna lie. I have this pair of hot pink scrubs and hot pink tennis shoes. And one of my co-residents tells me that they are like seizure inducing because they're so bright, but they're my favorite. And there we go. That's words of wisdom from a neurology
0: resident. And that's all the time we have today with Brittany. Thanks for joining us at Inside the Match. Special thanks to Kevin McCloyd for the music and be sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast. Catch our next podcast to learn more application tips and hear from another awesome resident.